Welcome to the Music Arc, brought to you by the Arc of E Network. My name is Noah. And my name is Gavin. And we're the Blanchard Brothers, and it's that time of year, the time of year that we finally have to make a top ten list is of it, our favorites. Is it the most wonderful time of the year? Po- possibly. Okay. I really don't want to talk about Christmas music. Oh, we man. did that last year. Yeah. You can go listen to that episode. Mm-hmm. We're here to talk about the best of 2018. Uh good year for music great year for music i don't know i mean we'll find out maybe i feel like you know it doesn't matter what you're into maybe not so much music as a whole but like it's a good year for music if you're into x y and z like you can make it your own good year in music if you want or it could be terrible like if you love pop music it's probably a banging year you know but if you (laughs) if you love bluegrass probably not that great i haven't heard any big bluegrass hits these this year you know did you hear any last year um Maybe no. the year before. <laughs> okay. No. Well, maybe some. grass on your list? No, I don't. You gotten into some deep cuts I don't know about? I only have a few uh, uh, electronic uh, synth stuff on here. Proud so, of you? Yeah. Branching I, out. Oh, there's a there's a wide range. <laughs> okay. This is going to get a little bit into this, my soul. This this leads into 2019, the year of Gavin. Yeah. The year when he re- really makes a lot of progress. Stops liking Michael Bay. No, becomes a total art house darling. No, and yeah, that's not that's not 2019. Only that's what you told me was gonna happen. Only if you're gonna pit if you're now pitching the uh, what is it the Paul W S Anderson whatever thing we were gonna do. The idea, <laughs> yeah. I we haven't stated it on mic yet, but you know we love to tease projects that may or may not ever happen. Yeah, but copyright the Arc of E Network. Noah and Gavin, okay? The idea is the Paul Thomas W.E.S. Anderson cast, okay? We throw all of the entire filmographies of Paul Thomas Anderson, Paul W.S. Anderson, and Wes Anderson into a hat. Mm-hmm. And at random, we, we, we pick them, and we go through them one by one. So maybe one week you're getting a masterpiece uh there's there'd be a handful of masterpieces in there and one week you're getting resident evil yeah a lot of them that that would mean like that entire franchise right he never dipped out nope he he was there for the whole time his wife was in them the whole time the whole time (laughs) yeah what i love was when you texted me that i was like or how about this we put the filmographies of michael bay and david lynch we pit them together and then we talk about them and you were just like yeah, smart ass. <laughs> like I just because I was with my friends when you were like you had this mind blowing idea and I was like, uh-huh, great. How about this one? <laughs> You're just like, all right, bitch, I get it. Like, yeah. So maybe twenty nineteen is the year we finish Bay of Lynch. It is the year we finish Bay of Lynch. We can also tease that in advance. That is the first Blanchard Brothers project of twenty nineteen as far as the movie arc is concerned. So that's taken us what, two years? No. Didn't we start it in twenty seventeen? No, we started it this year. Oh, I thought if you look did. back, it's January. Okay. I thought it was it real It feels close. like forever ago, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's probably my favorite slash worst part of this time of year. As you start trying to look back, you're like, shit, that was this year? Because mm-hmm. you just, you, you forget. You're like, wait a minute, where did it go? Hey, did you know Black Panther came out this yes, year? Yes, <laughs> I forgot that it came out this year. I was looking it up when I watched Black Klansman. I was like, did Black Panther come? It did come out this year. Holy shit. Yeah. It's because there weren't four other Chadwick Boseman movies where he plays a historical, a historical figure, that, figure that came out. That's Can you true. imagine that DVD Blu-ray collection? It's just like all of him as like a historical figure and then Black Panther at the end. 42, get on up. Um, 
What's the... Come on. It's the uh, Brown versus Board of Education guy, isn't he? Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know his name. I'm losing it. Me neither. But yeah, no, it was a big year. Big year? Yeah. Big big year coming up for him, hopefully. Okay, let's talk about 2018. And we are talking about music, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think that's what we're doing. Uh, do you want to do a coin toss? Who starts it? I don't uh, know who started last year. Don't I, really care. I don't have a coin. All right. You want to draw? Big iron on his hip. Big iron on his hip. Okay, I think I got you. All right. So, uh, yeah, you can start it off with your number 10, brother. My number 10. Um, probably going to throw, well, maybe not you for a loop, but it will definitely throw some people for a loop. My number 10 is the, you know, I'm to get the, I want to get the correct month and everything all that good shit out of the way so um my number 10 album of the year will be kid sees ghost the collaboration with kid cuddy and kanye west all right yeah short i don't know if you want to even can, can we call it an album i don't that, know if you can call most of those albums albums i i consider them kind of eps but what yeah that's where i was drawing line because albums afi just to put out the that missing man EP. Minutes. That's an EP. Yeah. This is 24 minutes. Was yeah. it like it's 30 minutes the spectrum? What are we talking here? I, I don't know. It's arguable, definitely. People were playing with like what that even means at this point. What yeah. is an album exactly? Mm -hmm. Because like but, This Is America is one of my favorite singles, but it's not on an album, but I love that fucking song. I, arguably the song of the year. Oh, yeah. Like pick one for sure. Oh, no. I, I had that um, written down as my singles of the year. That was my number one. Exactly. We, we can get to some of those at the end for sure. Uh, I, I think I'm on record maybe during when the sun sets East, yeah. I think we talked about this a little bit. Yeah. Cause it came out around then. Wasn't a huge fan of the, the project as a whole. And mm -hmm. I did listen to them like all as they came out, mm -hmm. push a tease Daytona. Like it maybe creeps into my top 20 of this year. Um, I only made my list out to 18, but, mm -hmm. um, it would maybe be on there that I think that was the highlight. And I think that's the one that opened it, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. You know, well, it was just ye, right? Yeah. Uh, or yay. Uh, how, whatever. I think it's ye. He was yeah. going with ye, right? Okay. Yeah. Because it's ye's us, whatever. It had, it had moments, isolated moments where I was like, all right, man. But as a whole, I was just like, this was not worth all of the hype around it, all of the buildup and just all of his bullshit this year. I was kind of over it at that point, but I did follow the project through. Kid Seagull's probably my second on it. But kind of by default, man, like my second favorite overall in the group. And uh, yeah, hit me with like a highlight track because oh, honestly, kids, I, kids I listened to it twice. I tried to, I tried to give it a shot. Kids see ghosts sometimes. Kids see ghosts sometimes. Kids see ghosts sometimes. Spirit. Just moving around Kids see ghosts sometimes Kids see ghosts sometimes Kids see ghosts Spirit Yeah, that's the king Start that movement Start that movement Y'all can move me This my movie Y'all can stop me Y'all too sloppy Carbon copy Carbon same thing in a room, sitting by myself, finding heaven soon. Many things that would trouble you. Look beyond for a feeling like you never knew. Reaching out, hunting for the truth. I'm guessing I'm just sick of running. 
All this time searching up for something I can hear the angels coming Can't see ghosts sometimes Can't see ghosts sometimes Can't see ghosts sometimes Spirit Moving around, just moving around But okay, Kids the title so It's my, it's my favorite Okay, um I, I don't know that we'll talk about it at all anymore, but so you were you a fan of the other albums like in the, the release structure? It was five of them total, if I'm not mistaken. Of Kid Cudi's? No, they were all Kanye's label, like all these, they released. Oh, I had no idea week. there was anything yeah. else that was, I mean, I listened to Kanye's new one when I was in Florida because it dropped then. I listened to it one in, you know, a couple times in one day. I was just like, I like the whole thing about, I you know, I felt like killing you. You know, and then the one about Russell Simmons and me too. I thought that was a dope line. But other than that, like I, I didn't know that there was like a structure to other albums with this. Well, and that's the other thing is I don't know that at this point we're meant to like look at it all as like one cohesive album mm-hmm. across all of these kind of little mini albums. Yeah, or how maybe there's a playlist that like syncs them all together and it like makes sense somehow. That would kind of be amazing and genius. Oh yeah, but. I don't necessarily know that that's there, but in isolation, like some parts of the whole like five week musical journey provided by Kanye worked, but I was not, not impressed. Honestly, it was a cool idea though. Yeah. It was a really cool idea. I mean, at the end of the day, it's content and it's one of those where like, I don't know if anybody would have bought this in a record store 10 years ago, but I do think that that is kind of the beauty of where music is now is that like you can do this. It may just be a passion thing. It may just be spur of the moment, how you felt right here in this little microcosm of three months, you record it, you put it out, you're onto the next thing or you base it, you know, like you said, you know, blueprint it to where they fit in a certain spectrum. And it's fair fair to say a lot of music critics agree with you because the only one I think, well, Pusha T's Daytona did pretty well as far as year end to like, top 50 lists and stuff mm-hmm. but um kid seaghost definitely appeared on multiple if i'm not mistaken and the beloved pitchfork i think it cracked their top 50 so oh, okay. uh, yeah anyways uh i got a tie like there's two on my list i'm just giving you a heads up okay but their soundtracks i think i did this last year probably maybe uh but yeah the one i'm more passionate about maybe we'll save that for a second okay my number 10 tom york's suspiria mm-hmm. soundtrack which, in retrospect, I think I enjoyed listening to this album and the build-up to the release of the album itself more than I actually enjoyed Suspiria in the theater and the way the score was integrated into the movie. Hmm. <clears throat> Something I look forward to exploring on Blu-ray, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, because I did enjoy the movie, but I got my issues with it. You and I will talk about it eventually. Anyways, his work's pretty fantastic, and it's very varied. That's what I like. It's almost an hour and a half long, br- bridges a lot of different genres together, and... There's parts of it that feel like, oh, this could be the next Radiohead album. And there's parts that are like, this is like completely off the wall.
Sorry, I'm losing my voice. Okay, back on track. My my number two or my B, if you if you will, actually my A is uh, the late great Johan Johansson's work on the Mandy soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Does this appear on your list? Uh, it does in a two spot earlier, further up the list. Okay. Yeah. Well, so we, if you we want to table it, we can. Yeah, no, we'll table but, it yeah. for right now. But yeah. yeah, that that that's basically my number ten. My number nine. Well, yeah. Is a. It's. I don't know if it's the most recent, but I definitely. Um, it definitely is one I just found out about not too long ago, and I've been listening to it, and it's actually kind of one of my favorites. Uh, but not that big because it is kind of a genre thing. But uh, Happy Xmas by Eric Clapton. Clapton put out a holiday album because holiday standards and blues, really great. It's like one of those. We saw Clapton live. I don't know if we've ever talked about that. Yeah, no, that was fun. And he did not play a single song that you would want him to play as a fan, but you would not. There's no. He played everything but Layla. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he didn't play (laughs) that, and he played. Sorry, I misspoke. He didn't play Layla, but like he played Through My Father's Eyes, which I know Dad really likes. Yeah. Yeah. Off of Pilgrim, the album that they got me for Christmas one year before I really knew who. (laughs) Eric Clapton was. I just been like, oh, Clapton, that's cool. Oh yeah, we we were introduced to Clapton through that song. Weirdly enough, yeah. Like, and I'm sure we had heard Cream and like some other stuff just didn't prior. Know it was them. Just yeah, but no, for a while he was the looking to my father's eyes, my father's eyes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, but no, I mean it's I'm you know when I look in my father. Yeah. You know, it's like, but that night, you know, he played Blue Standards, and it was great, you know? And the other thing I remember about that night is the Wallflowers opened for him, and Dad was stoked, but he only knows one song. And I turned to Dad about halfway through, and I was like, you know, if this guy ever wants to, like, branch out, he could totally get a career as, like, a Bob Dylan impersonator. And Dad's like, yeah. And I don't think he realized that. I don't think Dad has any idea. No. I really don't. No. But it was fun. I was like, yeah, okay. And we were going to go back, like, a week later and see Bob Seger, and then that didn't happen. And I don't know if he's touring anywhere close anymore i think this is supposed to be his last one i don't know mm-hmm. but if he comes anywhere close i'm gonna try and get tickets if it's still going i don't know if it is or not all right but yeah so that okay. was my number nine happy xmas clapton's christmas album yeah man one of your favorites of the year it is dude i promise it's <laughs> up you got just listen to it I'll, I'll give it a shot i mean i'm a i'm a i'm a big i'm a big blues fan we'll see if clapton it goes toe to toe with dylan's christmas album oh from a couple of years back okay you can okay. do a whole episode about that. <laughs> we sure could. Okay. My number nine, Rhododendron from Valley Maker. Uh, you'll recall, I think it's on our most recent. Yeah, it's the last episode you would have heard on the Music Arc feed. What we've been listening to? Yeah, I tried to give you a taste of this one, and you were not impressed. Uh, oh, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. So I'll throw in a different song here. Uh, it might make me go back and listen to the whole damn thing. Yeah. We, we'll see. Uh, let's see what I would throw at you. So the three lead singles off of uh, 
Rhododendron, which were released all prior. You could you could argue that the album's a little front loaded. At least that was my my impression the first time I went through it. But it definitely re- rewards repeat listens. And uh, but yeah, I would probably we'll, we'll try Gavin out on "Beautiful Birds Flying," one of the other singles. This is track three off of Rhododendron. <laughs> I would an engine Walking through the night Like I've gone missing Missing from the place I live Missing from my brain I guess Looking for some good In another's hand Looking for a life I could understand There's violence play nice just because it's the end of the year no I'm, I'm, i'll give it a listen i just that one you played me i mean there's a lot to be said about your first interaction with something and like how you come about it for sure like being forced to listen to why all this year this whole <laughs> year i was like all right but then i played it i was like I, I kept an open mind for the first one and so much so that like i found myself like singing along with all of alopecia and i was like I, wait a minute i know this i'm one <laughs> of these people now and it was so funny because like i don't know if i told you when i left but I went to go say bye again, and I was like, hey, my friends are here. Like, they've never heard it before. And he goes, oh, they were like you were six months ago. And I was like, yeah, man. You know, mm-hmm. crazy, right? He's like, yeah, what'd they think? I was like, it's good. He's like, all right, great, man. Thanks for coming out. You know, and then that was yeah, that was a blast. I know we haven't talked about, like, the tour. We can get into that. So, wait, tour, you but... talked to him again? Yeah. When you guys, okay. Yeah, because. Well, stayed for a little bit longer. Yeah, because I was trying to find their manager because, like, I want to say thanks. Mm-hmm. And while we were meeting him. Sammy and Zan got beer, so I was like, well, I'll wait on them. And, you know, I know you were just like, all right, I got to go. I got to get back, <laughs> So, which I felt bad but because um, I didn't really say bye. But I went by one more time and, like, tried to just say, hey, man, I'm out of here, but it was good to see you again. So but he was still going a mile a minute after all the interactions. He still looked like he could stand there for another hour and just be entertaining yeah, people. No. So that was, that was so cool. That was fucking dope. Hopefully we'll get him on mic soon. Uh, he's currently on vacation in New York, but he assures me we'll do a, uh, a phone call interview. Perfect. Very soon. 
So we'll we'll talk about the live show yeah. in detail. Okay, so that is uh, my number nine. Again, that's Rhododendron from Valley Maker. One of my favorite like working artists, Mr. Austin Crane. Uh, love his voice. Definitely an acquired taste. I, I get people that don't necessarily go for it. I think the production has taken like a noticeable step up. Not that it was ever lacking on previous efforts, but uh, yeah, arguably the best thing he's done so far. So check that out. Give it another shot, Gavin. Of course. This would be your number eight, if I am not mistaken. My number eight is Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone. Oh, God. Not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. Yeah. You know what? That drop was worth it because it got a laugh out of Mr. Sunshine Mayfield. Okay, So much so that he texted me about it. He was like, whose idea was that? I was like, it was me, obviously. Like, yeah. Good job. That sounded really pretentious, but yeah. I'm just like, who else was going to drop a Mad Men like, audio clip into the episode? I mean, if it yes, was Nate, was... it would have been Synergy. So. I mean, that would have been so awesome if he had done that, but I, I did it without even consulting him. Maybe he would have. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Shout out to Nate, by the way. What's up, man? Hey, we're going to talk about you in just a second. Yeah. Go ahead. This is your turn. Oh. Where are we at? No, I just said oh, Post Malone. Uh, yeah, I was trying to just <laughs> breeze, breeze right, right over past it. old Posty. Uh, yeah. give, give me a track. What, I've, I've spoken about, about, I've told you Better Now, Psycho, uh, Those are Rockstar. off of this one? Yeah, Better Now, Psycho. those songs were a little older. Okay. I, I, I tell you, it's more of that end of the year shit, man. Um, when did this album come out? 2018? What? I don't know what, what month. <laughs> okay. This, this year, I know. Um Let's see. The, I'll look it up. You just tell me tracks. Go ahead. Um, Ball for me with Nicki Minaj. I did like other sides pretty good. Uh, stays all right. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's different. Again, there's a different reason for why I'm into this as opposed to anybody else from this genre. But for the most part, what, what year did, what, what month did it come out? No? April 27th. He couldn't hit 420. Like what was the problem post Malone? What was <laughs> Maybe that's You're too what, busy with your beer bongs. Like maybe that's not what he's did, about, you. Okay. It was also on a Sunday, or no? Was it April? We'll talk 20, about two no. Other, it was on a Friday. That's weird. Yeah. We'll Why talk would, about two other albums that came out on four twenty? Maybe it was just a crowded date. Honestly, maybe and so. He was like, I don't want to compete with uh, something else that's going to show up. Maybe on your list too. We'll see. Speaking of which, remind me at the end of this, I got to share you uh, Sunshine Mayfield's list because he he gave me his top ten, and I oh, actually right. have that. But you got to help me remember. I, I will. We can't leave Mayfield out of the conversation. Okay. Because you may want to tear his list apart. What what tracks are you giving me, man? Uh, oh, what, I was sitting there listening to. But yeah, no, if you want to play one, if you want to play one, play better now. It's like my favorite off we, there. We already played it on a previous Fine, episode. Fine, then do, so do, do Psycho. Skip. Okay, that would be your second choice. Yes. Yeah. That's all I need to know, man. Yeah. I got to know what to put in after the fact, man. Yeah. Come on. Damn, I ain't pick on psycho. La mama bad like Michael. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you. My roof look like a no show. Got diamonds by the bolo. Come with the Tony Homo for clowns and all the balls. Oh, I ain't pick on psycho. La mama bad like Michael. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you. My roof look like a no show. Got diamonds by the bolo. Don't act like you my friend when I'm rolling through my hands. Oh, you stuck in the friend zone. Oh. I like four, five to fifth. Ayy, hundred bands inside my short to chain all the shit. Ayy, try to stuff it all in, but it don't even fit. Ayy, know that I've been with the shits ever since the jit. Ayy, I made my first million, I'm like, shit, this is it. Ayy, 
34, walk through, man, we had every slit. Ayy, had so many bottles, gave ugly girl a sip. Out the window of the Benzo, we get in the rent. And I'm like, whoa, man, my neck so goddamn cold. Diamonds when my teeth are sore. I got on these letter go. All right, uh, I'm still not sold on him, you know, but. Let me just like listen to the album and see what you think. If you I, hate it after I that. I will give it a shot start to finish because, honestly, maybe there's something there I'm missing. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I will do that favor for you, bro. I appreciate that. I will go back and listen to whatever the hell that was you just told me to. <laughs> really? R- r- Rhododendron. Rhododendron. Okay. Yes. It's a type of plant, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Flower? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a horticulturist. Yeah, that's it? the word. Yeah, good job. Okay. I was going to say, do you want to force me is that going to be your revenge? You want to do Post Malone's album? And then I look, it's only got two. So, yeah. You know, no, I got somebody else in mind. It's okay. Right along. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So this is my number eight. I said we were going to talk about him. Hey, hey Nate, this is this is your first appearance. Uh, my number eight is Hitchens by Hussey, the solo project of Mr. Nathan Hussey. Uh, so as not to get extremely like awkward, I'm not going to like gush over it, but it, it's one of my favorite albums of the year. Uh, again, spoiler alert. So it's, it's the first appearance. That means there's going to be a second. Oh, I'm pretty sure I know so, what the second uh, one is too. Yeah. What do I want to hitch? I'm probably going to say vacancy, uh, which if I'm not mistaken is, uh, literally written about an episode of the X-Files. And that's, that's why I love you, Nate. Uh, it's just, just listen to this. I think he has listened to it before. Yeah. Yeah. No, obviously he has. I'm, I'm speaking to the listeners. Oh, Okay. Weeks and I'm fading out. I'm lonely, Dana. Should I be around? Guess I stay put. Who's on mission? I've been missing you. Wonder how you're with your new friends. If you prefer it with you closed. Move it right along, Gavin. What's your number seven? My number seven is um, <clears throat> Big Red Machine by Big Red Machine. Okay. Also, have you heard the outro song on the soundtrack for Creed 2 by Bonnie Bear? Um, I heard it in the theater yeah. after I watched Creed 2 okay, good. with one Mr. Brendan Riley. <laughs> I wish we had recorded a podcast. Oh, God, that'd have been great. Yeah, because we did just sit in the parking lot and talk about it for like 30 minutes. And That's why like, you just need a personal recorder and just like turn that sucker on. Yeah, exactly. That'd be great. That was a great time. But yes, so I have I have heard it. Is that what you want me to play? That's not on this. No, it's too, not. I it? just, that's what I hate. It's like, that's a, that's labeled as Bonnie Vare, 
but it's just a short little it's one minute song. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, you played gratitude before. So play, uh, uh, you can yeah, do this. This would be like my, my 19. I said, I only listed listed to 18, but this, this would creep into the top. 20. You can literally play any of that. I enjoyed this, matter. but again, like there's, there's a handful on my list that I feel like super, super strongly about. Yeah. And then there's some that I just like, I went back to throughout the year and I really enjoyed and mm-hmm. that that's pretty much it. And I'll continue to listen to them sporadically, but there, there was decidedly, I feel like less like holy shit albums for me this year. And maybe that was the focus of like, you know, going back through all of wise material and like focusing on old albums in general. Oh, God, I'm so like, glad you said I that. I spent so much time on that yes. that I felt like I spent so much of this year playing catch up on what was going on throughout the year. I definitely did because. So t- I, I fully admit that like there's tons of stuff that just like breeze right past me. And that's why mine is that's like, these are my favorites that I made it to, but there's so much stuff I'm going to be catching up like, on still. Okay. So la- the other week when we did uh, true detective season one, do you know what I listened to on the ride home? What? I listened to Business as Usual, the first minute work album from 1981-82. That's a fucking awesome album. Mm-hmm. Like just like one of like now I'm thinking about it, probably one of like my favorite ones from the 80s. Like Come there's so much other it. good shit on that album that no one's probably ever heard of. You could play it and be like, "What new band is this?" It's Minute Work. What? Yeah. Like I just it's so brilliant. Like that that has been my year. Yes, you've exposed me to older albums. And there are new things that have come out that I've consciously been aware of. They're on the list. But for the most part, I don't I don't really get into new music. Like, I mean, by the time you hear it on the radio, it's old news. Mm-hmm. So it's either somebody's podcast where they have a bit of music, something you've kind of thrown me in, which is really why I do keep wanting to do I really want to keep this what we've been listening to shit going because I'm going to find somebody in there that I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. And, of course, the other moment where I was like, hey, have you heard this? And it was right up your alley, that 70s song with me and Matthews. Exactly. Even mom, Shake it. Even mom told me. She's like, I love that. I mom like, called me and asked me. She was like, now, what? which one was that? I was like, Shake it by Ian Matthews, obviously. <laughs> yeah, because you knew all about it. No, now it's I one of your favorite songs. like I knew all about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. My number seven. This yes. is my second tie controversial possibly tie okay at my number seven slot i have both kod for mr j cole uh one of the aforementioned 420 albums uh and uh i also have kamikaze by eminem because as much as i may not like how much i like it i fucking love that album man i really really do uh but juxtaposing that j cole who uh, in the context of Kamikaze, is one of the people that Eminem is cool with. He has no beef. He advocates for J. Cole. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, KOD, I wouldn't necessarily call it a concept album, but it is like one of the most cohesive rap albums I've heard in recent memory. It's all centered around a theme of basically him speaking to like the youth and specifically how they're dealing with their problems, how they're processing all of this shit. Um, you, you know, kids being put on prescriptions early on and like this is how you deal with your emotions etc etc as opposed to like navigating it in other ways that he might advocate for etc etc uh it's an awesome album very few features which is part of his thing it's like it's usually just him top to bottom and the beats kind of take a backseat to everything Mm -hmm. like it's definitely a lyric focused album but it does have 
some very, very catchy numbers on there. And I'm just going to hit you with the title track, I guess, because you're looking at me like you haven't listened to this one. This is what you call a flip. Ten keys from a car to brick. Bentley from his mama whip. KOD, he hard as shit. This is what you call a flip. Ten keys from a car to brick. Bentley from his mama whip. KOD, he hard as shit. This is what you call a flip. Ten keys from a car to brick. Bentley from his mama whip. KOD, he hard as shit. This is what you call a flip. Ten keys from a car to brick. Bentley from his mama whip. KOD, he hard as shit. I grew up only few of the love. Mama, I got my first few of the blood. I'm hanging out and they shoot up the club. My homie got pharmaceutical plug. I smell the drug and they run through my veins. I think it's working, it's numbing the pain. Don't give a fuck and I'm someone insane. Don't give a fuck yeah. and I'm someone insane. Add this shit daily. So, so much activist, I convince activists that they should pay me. A practice made perfect on practices, baby. A practice made perfect on practices, baby. Platinum is riding in back like Miss Daisy. Platinum this and I own masses, which pay me. Y'all nigga trapping so let's go daisy. My nigga still crack like it's back in the 80s. No, young nigga, he acting so crazy. He serve a few passing, he jacking Mercedes, he shoot at the police, he clap at old ladies He don't give a fuck if them crackers gon' hang him Bitches be asking, where have you done lately? I stacked a few, it's like my lesson was shady My life is too crazy, no ad to play me My life is too crazy, no ad to play me This is what you call a flip Ten keys from a car to brick Bentley from his mama whip K.O.D., he hard as shit This is what you call a flip Ten keys from a car to brick Bentley from his mama whip K.O.D., he hard as shit uh, Do you like J. Cole at all? When I, when he, I'm admittedly like I'm late to the party. People have been telling me for like the last three or four years. Like Anthony Malveso, shout out if you're listening. I think was the first person who was like, you need to listen to this guy. Like, you know, he's going to be huge. And I think this was after like his first album had come out. And then he's kind of a local Southeast like hometown hero because he's from Charlotte, right? Or from North Carolina at least. Because mm-hmm. there's Forest Hills Drive, which is the first album that I was like, oh, okay. I dig this guy. This is right on that same level for me. I think Forest Hills Drive overall I still like better, but it's a really, really strong piece of just art and working around a central theme. Now juxtapose that (laughs) once again with Kamikaze from Eminem, which is just a return to form that a lot of people maybe didn't want or weren't like weren't expecting or gunning for, but I think parts of this album are undeniable. Just like sheer skill of wordsmithery, whatever we want to call it, where you just like, it boggles the brain, mm-hmm. some of the shit. So, finger bang, chicken wang, DJK, Igazay, low punk, low sand, imitate little Wayne. I said aim at everybody in the game, pick a name. I'm fed up with being humble, and rumor is I'm hungry. I'm sure you heard rumblings, I heard you want to rumble, like an empty stomach. I heard you mumbling, but it's jumbled and mumble jumbo. The era that I'm from, I'm pummel you, that's what it's coming to. What the fuck you gonna do when you run into it? I'm gonna crumble you, and I'll take a number two and dump on you if you ain't joining. If you ain't Kendrick or Cole, it's on and you're a corner. I'm about to bring it to anyone in this bitch you want it. I guess when you walk into BK, you expect a whopper. You can order a quarter pounder when you go. McDonald's, but if you're looking to get a porterhouse, you better go get revival. But y'all are acting like I tried to serve you up a slider. Maybe the vocals should have been auto tuning, you would have bought it. But saying I no longer got it, cause you missed the line and never caught it. Cause it went over your head because you're too stupid to get it. Cause you're mentally retarded, but pretend to be the smartest with your expertise and knowledge. But you'll never be an artist, and I'm harder on myself than you could ever be. Regardless, what I'll never be is flawless. All I ever be is honest. Even when I'm gone, they're gonna say I brought it. Even when I hit my 40s, like a fucking alcoholic with a bottle full of malt liquor. But I couldn't bottle this shit any longer. The fact that I know that I'ma hit my bottom if I don't pull myself from the jaws of defeat and rise to my feet. I don't see why. Why y'all even started with me? I get in peace, my enemies die. I don't cease fire till at least all of the cease. I'm east side, never beat car slipping. Now you see why I don't sleep, not even a wink. I don't blink, I don't doze off, I don't even nod to the beats. I don't even close my fucking eyes when I sneeze. And it 
it's just to still have that reaction to something, you know, it's going to make my list. So yeah. that's that's why it's here. Uh, that's my number seven, K.O.T. and Kamikaze. The K's, man, it yeah. just fits together. There you go. It, it totally works. Okay, your number six. Uh, my number six is my Dear Melancholy. You can argue that it is an EP, not a full album, but I've already put Kitsy's Ghost on here, so I wanted to put this on here because I listened to it a ton when it came out to the point that I forgot that it actually came out this year because everything by the weekend just seems to be like timeless. And uh, yeah, uh, most people, if you listen to it, you can kind of guess what it's about. I'm not going to spoil it. It has to do with women and breaking up, as always. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The weekend is the only artist that can make you single-handedly like, you know, hate having to deal with a stripper, but also love them at the same time. Like, he's just like, one minute he'll get you to be like, you know, you're nothing but this and all you're here for is that to let me take you out of this club and give you a better life. Like, it's all rolled into one. And it's that beautiful falsetto voice. That's all it is. Okay. But it's I, definitely. I had to look at this too. And I'm like, oh, I do remember Call Out My Name was like yeah, pretty big single. I get, do we throw that on here? Or did you have like another favorite? On um, What's the one like right? It's like two tracks after that. Um, Wasted Times. Uh, That one. Oh no, Try Me. That's what I like. Try Me was my favorite. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Can you try me? Try me, try me, try me. Once you put your pride aside, you can notify me. Find me, find me, find me. You're the best I ever had. Baby girl, remind me. Remind me. Let me know if it's on. throw that one on i yeah. i don't even know if i listened to it in its entirety yeah. but i do remember it came out yeah i just love the transformation from and i don't know what's in the works next and i love it when people we've talked about this when people change up like not necessarily their image but they do something completely like different at the height of what they're known for because you have him coming off of like you know the 50 shades of gray single he did um and uh beauty behind the madness switching it all up for Starboy, and this is kind of more of a return to the early weekend, but maybe with a little bit more learned, learned technique and or material. So I, that's one of the reasons why I made it so high on my list. Okay. Plus, I fucking love the weekend. Also, I'll shout it out here because I don't know that I'll get a shout out later on your list. Uh, but the weekend does appear on the Black Panther soundtrack mm-hmm. with Mr. Kendrick Lamar. I have a question for you that dates back to last year's episode. Have you listened to Kendrick Lamar at all? Like. In the span of this year, after me yelling at you about him, yeah. like all of last year, I listened to him on that, and I can't remember the name of the other song that I that I really liked. That he was, I don't know if he was on or if it was his. I didn't bother to look; I couldn't tell. But I, who's the other one? I really, Chance, the rapper, mm-hmm. started listening to him a lot more too. I mean, I already was. I think he told me I could like both, so it was okay. <laughs> but yeah, I started listening glad to Kendrick more. But glad I could set that straight yeah. for you. Okay, uh, I actually want to breeze right over my number six because i i've never been more certain of crossover in my life gavin and i don't want to step on your toes so i'm not even gonna say what it is we can just move right along to your number five we get out of the darkness and get back in- okay yeah okay good idea my number five i don't know where this might land for you but uh my number five is a little album called the lamb have you ever have you listened to it? It's a pretty dope, pretty dope album, bro. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Normally I would say table it, but we can talk about it right now. It's my number four. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Almost synergy. 
did did listening to the album do it for you or was it seeing her live seeing her live made me want to made me want to go listen to it okay it's so this like, is literally in the last week that yeah. you've been like oh shit this is really good. this has been playing like literally if you look at it i mean this it's here there's a few others but that's just because they're like christmas songs that i want to listen to and i don't want to listen songs and la 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 well i mean there's you got christmas rapping you got kenny g's uh stuff and uh what if she put on a Christmas album? Would that make you happy? Oh my God, dude. That'd be crazy. What if her and Clapton did a Christmas We're album? We're making suggestions. Her and Clapton? Yeah. Her and Yoni, dude. It just makes sense. Oh, dude. But I only have to say, no fucking Baby It's Cold Outside covers. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't even want to discuss that i would love to, you know what i would love episode. to hear them do i thought we were going to be able to just have a nice nice top 10 year end no it's not it has nothing to do with that it's just because everybody does it i don't want to duet i want them to do well, I, want, I want originals i don't yeah no. yeah no i mean no i, I don't mind hanukkah songs in there too yeah hanukkah like what hanukkah? and then some secular stuff yeah i mean i would totally love to hear her version of um white christmas and her version of uh Rocking around the Christmas tree. That obviously. Uh simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Okay. And last Christmas. I think those would be great. Okay. They could just do that and before the year gets out, that'd be great. All right. I don't even know if this episode's gonna be out <laughs> yeah. before the year but gets no, out. Like seeing it listening to it live and like hearing them play live, I was like, I have no idea who these people are. I've never heard them before in my life. But I've never felt like so in the moment and like just deeply feeling everything at once. I don't know if it was because I had my friends and my brother and we were in a different city and we were seeing a band that we had been talking about and it was the anticipation. I don't know if it was whatever that whiskey was I drank or it might just be the fact that she has a fucking amazing voice, amazing stage presence. And those guys backing her up can, you know, I put them up there with the best of them. So I turned to them. I was like, you know what I really want to do? And they're like, what? I was like, I really wish I could just go buy this thing, but I'll wait because I, I didn't have any cash. I mean, I was so I didn't get to actually buy an album there. But I told them, I was like, I'm going to listen to this shit as soon as like I have a chance because I, you know, I was driving people. So I didn't get a chance to like sit with it by myself in my car like I always do. So it's the reverse because normally, like, I'll hear, like I've said before, I'll hear an AFI album and I'm like, all right, whatever. Then I go see it live and it clicks. In this case, it was, oh, this shit's good. Hearing the album, I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. All right, I can dig it. So, yeah. Uh, again, that's my number four. Uh, we've we've played Destroyer uh, already on our previous episode, actually. So, if if you were to shout out another one, you um, can call it. Or uh, what, what would you put out if you were if, um, if it were it's you? It's close to the end. I'm trying. I just don't want to mess up the track name. Uh, I like Dove. I think it's When You Die. Yeah, that's a good one, too. There's one of them that ends with the chorus. Uh, it's Keep My Friends Safe, Now and Always, that whole section. Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite moment on the entire album. <laughs>
that's either the second to the last or the very last track. Excuse me for not knowing in the room. Uh, but yeah, she's going to be on another solo tour first part of the year. I don't know if she's coming like anywhere nearby, but if, if you're down, we should that's, go. She's someone I would love to talk to. Yes, and that, honestly, that's the best byproduct, like, musically speaking, of the whole Y experience is, like, mainly she was in the ether already because, like, Yoni's podcast and, like, hyping up the album, the singles are dropping. But I think it was Dawood who was the first person who had, like, mentioned that single specifically, of mm-hmm. Destroyer, which I think was the first single. And that, like, tipped me off to it. So then when it came out, like, I was actually waiting for it and listen to it like the day it dropped start to finish and then as i mentioned before i took it out on a bike ride and i was like this is this is it man i'm gonna be listening to those sweet trails like over and over yes those sweet (laughs) trails for days (laughs) bruh oh god Uh, so you may go yeah yeah so we we had we're gonna have we're gonna have some crossover yeah pretty excited i was not expecting this one this is a nice nice little surprise yeah no because you reacted favorably on the previous episode but I, we didn't talk about her set at all, like mm-hmm. after the show, because we were just like we were talking about to the why. point that to the point and that we like, were like trying to go run off and meet Yoni like very quickly because I again had to drive back four hours after that. Yeah, show. and like I, I, to the point that like when I went back and listened to this, I remember like, oh yeah, Noah did play me this on the what we've been listening to. Yeah. That's what stuck for me. I was like, okay, I know this because I remember hearing it then and been like what is this? And you're like, Oh, they're going to be on tour. And I didn't, I didn't, it didn't register with me that like, that's, that that's what was, who was going to be there just because it was so much of get off work, get your ass up to Asheville, get to the show as soon as you can. And of course I beat all you guys there. So, you know, anyway, do you want me to go to my number four? You squinted your eyes just right. Did you think you were like in an episode of Twin Peaks, the return? And you're at the roadhouse, for and there was like a weird. Don't indie even, band don't even get me fucking I know that's started. Why you liked it so yes, much. that is saying. why. For all I know, they could have been like on a scrapped episode, or they could be on the the very last episode that was shot that no one knows about that they're going to randomly drop next year. That's going to tie everything up perfectly to where we need no more answers Close to Trump questions. Dude, but, that that's the Christmas album I want. What's you, that? Yoni can produce it. La 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 la, and David Lynch. Christmas album. La 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 Lynch. La 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 Lynch. Boom. Fa la 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 Lynch. Fa la la la. Glad we got there. There we go. Okay. Uh, where are we at? Man? My number four? I believe so. Okay. Wait. Yeah, because you're number f- you That skip- was your number five. Yeah. You said this my was. My number four is is the lamb. Mm-hmm. So we got we to gotta do my number five, man. What are you doing? Oh, you didn't. You said you're number five. You're going to skip right over. No, my number six, I skipped right over. Oh. I, I, I oh, all right. The script. Flipping the script, bro. All right. So give me your number five. You, you don't get it? Uh-uh. It's untitled, baby. Oh. <laughs> it okay. doesn't have a title. Uh, it's the latest for me without you. It's called Untitled. Oh. Uh, I've always enjoyed me without you. I was introduced <laughs> to them by what? Just the, I've always enjoyed me without you. I just, <laughs> I. They're one of those band names you're like, all right, there's so many things you can do with that name that you're just... I really wasn't even trying to make a joke, but okay. I've been a a, a fan from a distance, if you will, for a number of years now. I was mm-hmm. introduced to them on tour with the band that shall not be named on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually met Aaron Weiss, the lead singer, like afterwards while I was waiting out back. Super nice guy. Uh, a little bit of 
you know, you could tell it was like, that dude's an artist. He's just, he's a little weird, but I like that guy. Yeah. And so at a distance, I've enjoyed like songs here and there off of their albums. And I've, I've tried to go through and like give them their proper due. This was the first one that literally like kind of floored me start to finish where I was just like, holy shit, they like, they did it. I love everything about how it's produced and a band that is usually very, very lyrically heavy. And I mean, heavy in terms of subject matter, but also heavy in terms of just sheer amount of lyrics. It's very verbose, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, all of just within the production, that kind of takes a backseat to the instrumentality and the musicality. And it's just, it's so loud, dude. Like from the time you turn it on, the opener just like hits so hard. And then the, I think the lead single they have right now off of it is uh, Julia. And I forget the subtitle, but that's the one I'm going to play here. quote-unquote approachable but it is one of the best like heavy indie post whatever i don't even know what you want to call it but it's just it's them it's the honing of a lot of instincts you've seen across their discography but really just like also pushing for it into something else like it feels like this is the turn of a page but almost again to the point where like they don't even quite know what it is so it's it's untitled Hmm. okay so I don't know how you feel about them in general. I encourage you to check it out. I think this one will at least get you on board. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I will, I will add that to the list. Okay. So now we can go to your number four. My number four is the Halloween 2008 soundtrack. One of my favorite soundtracks of the year. All right. The favorite oh. soundtrack of the year because there's no other soundtracks. But yeah. I mean, I guess this is my number 20, actually. I finally, <laughs> I made my I made my full 20. Yeah. We finally got there. I don't know why I didn't necessarily think of this one. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I guess it's partly, you know, the fact that it is based on a lot of pre-existing material. Obviously, it's new and it's amped up and it's revamped. Mm-hmm. And it had some stunners like, you know, is that what we want to play? Of course we do. The Shape Hunts House. Yes. Now that one, I will let us play again. Let's do that right yeah. now.
And see, I played the whole thing. If only it's so short. Yeah. But I mean, just because, and I, again, we said it before, just, and we've talked about Halloween to death this year, but one, because we, we, we weren't responsible for all the Renaissance of John Carpenter Halloween, but that moment in the theater where we both just looked at each other and we were like, oh, fuck yeah, this is a Halloween movie. Like we get it, you know, like that equal moment where like both of us understood exactly what was going on and it was only for a brief little bit but that sequence is great the song's great the whole album's great even though it's you know touching on things that have been you know already established before but it is i mean it, it's a piece of carpenter's work had he done a lost themes three or another anthology i would have been just as much on board with that but you know i had to go halloween all right man yeah i'm not i'm not gonna hate on it i love it we always got it. We got to keep it Carpenter. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's why we're here, man. That's how how it all started. Indeed. Here on the arc. Okay. Uh, here on the arc. <laughs> dude, we're on an arc. Do you not read the episode descriptions? Yeah, I do. I yeah, we're, on, we're on an arc. Dude, the whole studio's on an arc. I got it. I'm totally kidding, dude. That's not like, it's not a thing. Wait till we're like five years in and we're like, we're on an arc <laughs> in space. In space. <laughs> uh, side note, though. I, that is a future goal. I would like to have a giant boat where all we do is record podcasts. <laughs> It'd be like the lethal Out weapon in international boat. waters where anything could <laughs> happen. Pirate radio. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. I just moved. To, we just moved to Florida. and We'll just go out in the Gulf. Yeah, we'll just sit out there and record. Dude, yeah. I am down. Okay, yeah. my number. My number. Trey, is that where we're at? Like my number four was the Lamb by La 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 La. My number three possible crossover. Don't know. It's casual high technology from Wahada. Hey Murph. Hey Murph. What up? What up, bro? He want, he came to hear about Wahada, dude. Uh, uh, not on your list. I thought he was hoping we had the new Cat Stevens record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's terrible. That is. That's terrible. the only thing I could come up with. Not, wait, is there an artist named Murph? We should think of Murphy. Come on. He was hoping we were re- reviewing uh, reviewing Murphy's Law from. Back in what is it? We should have stuck with Cat Murphy Stevens, Lee, dude. Whatever. Okay. Murphy My Lee numbers. from like Nelly and okay. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead. Not on, not on your list. It. I mean, it is tangentially okay. because, but it's one of those I didn't add because didn't I know put, you. Because you're like, oh, electronic. I don't want to seem like I'm saying No, like I know Noah was going to have this on his list, and there are other things. I have one gem coming up that I think you don't know about at all, and you're going to be like, what? the hell and i think you're gonna love it so much i'm gonna play you a song in the room fair enough but real quick uh we've played a handful of songs off of casual high technology but right now this is a shout out uh to my lovely girlfriend veronica this is probably our personal favorite this is let me come to your party So many Italian divorcements. I'm trying to this thing. Cause I ain't hang with your boyfriend. I wasn't wondering then. I used to go to the gym, yeah. I used to cheat with my friends. I got a little excited. I had to do it again. I'm about to tell you the first time. You gotta tell me the last. And every time that I see you, you ain't got one glass. I gotta tell you the first thing. You gotta tell me the last. What the stuff in the middle? 
gum and I pass We got things in our mind that I can't even put myself down All those people always walking around like they is clowns I get the days a day, but then the night hits a night And I got more than I can find No, yes, I get you Let me come to your party 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 Let me show you how it's done Let me come to your party Let me come to your party Let me come to your party Let me show you what it's all about You remember that one? Yeah Yeah It's It's so much fun It's a great driving album I go back to it like throughout the year When did this one drop? You listened to it like three times driving back from Y. Is that what it what it was? I listened to it once driving back from Y, and I listened to another album that's going to get mentioned here in just a minute or two. Uh, yeah, it came out in May. I don't know when I got turned on to it. We just we went down like a Reggie Watts rabbit hole earlier in the year because we like Comedy Bang Bang is one of those things we throw on in the background that we've seen like a billion times, but we just like rewatched the old episodes and we were watching some of his stand up specials. And then like, I don't know where I saw it first, but it was like, Wahada, like, okay, he's doing music under this thing now. And then go throw it on just expecting like more fun. Like Reggie Watts. And I was like, this is the best electronic album I've heard in like a long time. Yeah. And again, we talked about it. It gives me that like late eighties, early nineties, like, slightly euro influenced r&b drum like, machines all yeah. all of that stuff but at the same time it sounds like brand new yeah like it just i i really hope they keep making music together specifically because it is a distinctly different flavor than just reggie with the the soundboard and everything yeah it, the what john tejada brings to it is it's it's like a match made in heaven dude i love these guys together uh that's my number three casual high technology from wahada your number two. No, it's my number three. Excuse me. <laughs> my number three is Take Good Care by The Revivalists. It's their new one. Okay. I mentioned them a long time ago um, as in part of what, I, what I've been listening to. But uh, It was just September, man. Does it feel like that long ago? Yeah. Okay. It does. <laughs> um, I will shout out all my friends. I can't get a hold of myself. Breaking all the rules, playing games with my health. My love said I've gone off the rails. But I know it's okay, cause I do it so well. I'm in my 20s, living reckless. So turn the hourglass over and let's wreck this. It's a brand new world, I got a brand new heart. And every day I make a brand new start. I'm in my 20s, not in a hurry. I got a bulletproof chest so you can hurt me. It's a brand new world, I got a brand new heart. And every day I get a brand new start.
It's still my favorites. The opener is really good too. Uh, I talked about it at length. I love the sound. I love the vibe. What I think of when I hear this band, all of it just kind of flows together. I mean, I listened to it two or three times when, you know, just when it dropped and then whenever it's, you know, it's just there. It's on my, like, sometimes I just, like, I have a playlist of just like their top maybe 10 between the stuff they put out that I just, I'll throw on and drive to and I can sing along to everyone. It's fucking great. I love it. Again, I'll add it to the list. This is another one that, like, you've you've mentioned it a handful of times. Mm-hmm. I admittedly still have not given them a shot. This was a, a nice surprise, too, because when I realized this was new this year, I was like, for some reason I thought it was 2017. I, I love when you realize a band that you like or you've recently gotten into all of a sudden has a new thing that you didn't know about. Like oh, yeah. You find their old songs, and it's like, oh, they got a new album. And it's actually good. What? Yeah. So, all right, The Revivalist. I'm, I'm making a, a side list as as I check mine off of uh, things that I need to check out from Gavin. My number two. Here we go. Hey, hey Nate. Just, just one more time. My number two is No Bouquet from All Get Out. Uh, neck, neck and neck with my number one, to be quite honest with you. And I toiled for a long time over this. Uh, but this is how it shook out. This is how it shook out. Uh, again... I feel weird, like going. Into, did you listen to this one? Yeah. Not, not on your list. Listen, I think I've said it before. I'll say it again. I love Nate. I love Erica, and I love the music he puts out. Simply for the fact that it it allows me the ability to view him in a completely different light than I ever have. I mm-hmm. think I've said it before. I watched him on stage. Off, I'm standing behind him, and I'm watching this sea of children just going ape shit over this. <laughs> They're, I'm 30, okay? They yeah, were all... But they're not like 13 year olds. All right, fine. Cat. They're young adults, okay? 18-year-old. They were old enough to get in a new Brooklyn. I get it. But a lo- they looked a lot younger than me. Maybe they were my age. I don't know. But there's a sea of people that are screaming back these lyrics at this guy who I know from waking me up by farting on my pillow at spring break, okay? Like, I just... It's such a weird disconnect, and it that's the same thing. You don't want to talk about it because you don't want to seem like you're all gushy over something that like someone you personally know that's been a, a lovely addition to helping us with these episodes. Who's literally uh, a lifesaver, <laughs> if you want to call him that. You know, like who's literally editing this right now. Yeah. So you know, it's not that I don't want to put it on there to like I want to take Nate down a peg or two, <laughs> two albums in a year. What's he thinking? <laughs> You know, don't 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 remember where you came from, brother. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. The the stuff is great. Is it my per? My, if Nate makes an electronic album, guess what? It's number one on my list because that's where I'm at right now. I may next year, I may be like, you know what? Just let me give it another shot. Not that it's bad, but I'm gonna listen to it again in a different context of being 31 years old, and it may speak to me in a different way because that's the beauty of music. It doesn't have like I just said, minute work. If I listened to that when I was 18, it wouldn't have mattered. But now, minute work matters to me as a 30-year-old man leaving your your house late at night, having a two-hour drive home to Columbia. How did we get here? I don't know, but like that's the beauty of it. <laughs> yeah, we, we have it's to all. Yeah, we have to find something. Here's the thing. Okay, yeah. so yeah. All right, so I won't say anymore. I'm just gonna play. Love my, you, Nate. <laughs> love you too, Nate. I'm just gonna play my favorite. This is First Contact. I remember first contact was found in a bad way. Woke up in a forest in a bed of branches and leaves. Confused over nothing, you don't have to be this way. Most stay in the dark room. I'd rather be clean. 
big, big finale, right? Your yes. number one? No, my number two. Excuse me. I keep fucking this up. I want to play this for you, and I just want you to listen, and I want you to see if you can guess who the artist is, and if you've... Well, fuck, I'm just going to play it. When did out. when did this happen? I don't know what month, but it came out this year, and it is amazing. Oh, hold the phone. <laughs> no, literally, like hold your phone. Um, okay. I found this, was a- and I was just blown away because we all know. If you don't know who I'm talking about, it's uh, it's Tim Capello. The original Sexy Sax Man, after all these years, has released Blood on the Reed. His first, I don't even know if you can call it like his album, because it's a, a bunch of covers. He even has his own cover of, um, I still believe, it's the second song on the album. What? Yeah, this is what I was waiting for, dude. How did I? How did you miss it? How did I miss it? I, I should have known this was coming, but I didn't. It came out in April? Yeah. What the hell? I know, right? No, it came out in July. Excuse me. Whoa. This changes things. <laughs> I put a spell on you. I still believe. Only you, Maybelline, take me to the river. Highway 61. Well, I'm going to go spend some time with this album after we're done recording this episode. <laughs> you and should. I'll decide what we put in. Um, <laughs> this is an interesting development. This is what I wanted. I knew there would be one you wouldn't know. Oh, What on the reeds? What? Yeah. All right, man. Good old Tim Capella. I mean- you got to think about it. All those years, you know, he does it. So he does a call song. The He does a cover of a call, the call song, but I still believe is one of theirs in Lost Boys. Next thing you know, he's in the stratosphere. He's playing for Tina Turner. He's backing up these other people. He's all lathered up, sexy saxophone guy before anybody else was doing it. And he never puts out his own thing. And then I don't know if this got Gunship involved or if Gunship asked him to do that. And it led to something, and that Gunship just re- waited to release theirs. But I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. 2018 is the year of the sexy sax <coughs> man. Sax is back. The sax Hashtag is back. The sax is back. Yes, that's yeah, that's it. All right. What's your number one? My number one <clears throat> is Vide Noir from Lord Huron. Oh God, dude, I have listened to this album easily. 35 plus times not even kidding have you played me anything from it i yes i have actually back in september is that the one with the nice music video that i liked that reminded me of like buddy holly from the weezer and it was just like a yes yeah okay i completely forgot the name and i've been i've been meaning to ask you what it was interest to you what dad likes lord Huron. what okay and spoiler alert i don't know when he's listening to this 
if he's listening to this, I, I got him this album for Christmas because he knows their like their prior stuff and he digs them. Wait, how does he know her their prior stuff? Dad's like all up on like some music. Yeah, he's Chris Stapleton and Lost Lonely Boys. He's, that's it. Lost Lonely Boys and and stuff. Marty Stewart. That's it. I don't he's, know anything uh, else that he knows. He, we don't talk. Of, I get I it. You're the him. music child. I'm the sports kid. Whatever. I get it. I don't know if him and Dallas talk. I don't know if he like has Sirius in the car or whatever. And, he like, does. Go, okay, that's what it is. I think it's the random radio stations and stuff. He he but snaps me every morning of the I, ra- songs he's listening to. I get a morning snap yeah, every day. I I don't know how they came up in conversation, but we were talking about it on the phone, and I I said Lord Huron at some point, and he was like, Oh yeah, I know them. I was like, What? <laughs> like, what? And then I I asked him. I was like, Have you listened to this album Vita Noir that you know came out earlier this year? And he was like, No, I don't think so. He's like, That one doesn't ring a bell. And so we pieced together that like he'd only heard the first two albums, which are very like folksy country blues that but like, makes sense but very like expansive and like super well produced and they're great like story songs um but a lot of like you know deep musicality in there too like it was like these guys are screaming to like do a little bit more this album is just start to finish first of all it's a concept record of sorts and there are very few albums that manage to communicate a journey the way that this one does. Like you really feel like you've gone through something in mm-hmm. the course of it. There's moments that echo throughout the album, lyrically and musically speaking, like little moments that will reference songs that you heard like 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago. And it is just this beautifully conceived, cohesive piece of art. And I love every single thing about it. But the the main thing is something that I talked about uh, with Me Without You. The vocals here, because they are mixed, if I'm not mistaken, by the lead singer, I think he produced all of this, which was like a first-time thing. He's very not precious about them. So he, there are moments where he's like, no, I want the guitars to fucking like explode right here. Like if you're listening to this in headphones, I want you to get scared sort of thing. Um, and he's not afraid to just kind of like, put his vocals in the back seat mm-hmm. and it's that kind of like attention to detail and it's like it feels like an album that it's like did you just did you pluck this out of thin air like did you how did you make all of these individual choices and make them so perfectly because it feels so just like you just you knew exactly what you wanted to do straight through it feels so like well thought out and maybe it wasn't maybe it was like a lot of heavy editing and like stuff i have no idea i haven't researched the making of the album i don't know much about the band and the individuals as a whole but this kind of submit this took them from oh i like those guys and i like uh strange tales is the previous album and then i forget the name of the first big one that had uh to the ends of the earth uh which was like the first big single it was in a bunch of ads kind of broke them big initially Hmm. um but i for a band that like could have just continued on the same track they had been doing to do something that I feel like is this off the beaten path for them and what mm-hmm. they would expect, it's one of the closest things to like just a classic late like mid to late seventies psychedelic like rock album. It's like it's amazing, dude. I want you to listen to it so we can talk about it more. I'm struggling to like pick a favorite track to throw at you. I'll listen to it on the ride home, but uh, I think. If I gotta pick one, I'm gonna go with the balancer's eye. Uh, towards the back half of the album. 
I, I could literally cherry pick pretty much any song off of it to play for you right now, but that that's the one I went with. Uh, yeah, that's Vida Noir from Lord Huron, my favorite album of 2018. One of... I, one that skyrocketed to just like one of my favorite albums in recent memory. I was truly floored by this thing. I, I know some people were just kind of, I, I didn't see it on a lot of like year end list. I didn't really see a lot of mentions of it. It did get positive reviews when it came out, but I just, I was completely bowled over by it. I fucking love this record. So uh, let's, let's move right along. We got to talk about your number one, which I'm hoping is my number six. Otherwise this is going to get really awkward to backtrack. Well, what's your number six? What's your number one? What the hell am I feeling? <laughs> You've totally fucked it, it up, is, but yeah, uh, that's mine. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it's cool. And it is dark all day. Like, it's fucking dark all day, man. Why Why would it not be? It's electronic. It's gunship. It's vampires. <laughs> it's vampires. I mean, it is. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I have, I'm not going to hate on you at all. I kind of expected this. That's why I, again, didn't want to bring it up. Yeah. Because I, I knew it was going to be near the top. I didn't know if it was going to crack the number one, mm-hmm. but. There you go. It def- I mean, it's one of those. It is the like you just said. You um, and you'll edit out that terrible trying to sing because it's terrible. Um, it is this year's holy shit. The the people I like put out something new and I didn't know about it because I had no idea it was even in a thing until you sent me the video. And I like looked at the video for two seconds and then I realized, wait a minute, this is a whole new album. What? And I listened to it for three days straight mm-hmm. after I realized, after I put it on my iTunes music or Apple music. And yeah, uh, when you grow up, your heart dies. Beautiful. Probably my second favorite on there. Probably my second favorite song of the year. Yeah. Or maybe my favorite song of the year, uh, but maybe not the song of the year. Yeah. I totally understand. Um, but they've just, I mean, I, and I randomly found out about them. I think I explained this a while ago. Just through Facebook, they just they posted something about a claymation video, and I looked, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I like this." Got the album, and I've been a fan since. I really hope that they do some type of tour somewhere close, even if it's you know a big arena like Atlanta or Jacksonville or anywhere close within a couple hours. I will go see them. I've never been to like an electronic show before. I'm pretty sure it's just instruments, drum machines, and like visual effects. But I, I would love to see them live. Uh, no, that would be amazing. Yeah. I don't know that that will ever happen in, no. in the States, especially in the Southeast. But we'll see. I don't yeah. know. That would be cool. I mean, I went to like a rave paint party thing outside of the Tin Roof in Columbia a, lot, a long time ago. I'm sure gunships. That's, that's what that's I'm right thinking, man. Like, no, no. Because like, I don't know who was there. It was just DJs. It was just EDM stuff. But like, theoretically, you know, somebody from them, that band could have been there at that time as, as another person as their own act and decided I'm not going to do the whole like push a button Skrillex thing. I'm going to actually like make music, Yeah, you know, because that's the thing I love about them. That is not, it is a, a, it's a, it's not just one dude pressing a button on a laptop. It's actual, you know, machines, instruments, music, all being created by this band. And you know, the people they get to, to guest on their albums are great. I mean, I can't remember the two on the first one, but like, you know, we've talked about them already, you know? Tim Capello coming in to do the sax on that song, Dark All Day, the title track. Which also features Indiana. Yes. Artist. I'm not no idea one, who she is, but, but you know what? She sings a good hook. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. We've played Dark All Day. We've, we've even played When You Grow Up, Your Heart Dies. 
play their cover of Time After Time. We can. Maybe that's maybe the song I'm least crazy about on the whole album, if I'm honest with you, just because everybody's done it. Everybody's now. done a cover, and none of them are as good. They never are. It quite drives a close, close second for me. It's one of those that should not be touched, dude. Really? Some Cindy Lauper is sacred. I'm just saying, dude. What about Shebop? Would you cover that? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's totally fair game. Like, girls just want to have fun. Totally fair game. Because like, it's a cover. Time after time is iconic, dude. Like, yeah. it doesn't need to be fucked with. The production is perfect. Her voice is perfect. Like, I get why people want to try. Mm-hmm. But you know, anyways. You don't jump in the ring they, with Ali because you think you can box. I get it. Exactly. Perfect analogy. Uh, basically, <laughs> they they did a good job. I don't I don't hate it. It's not like no, atrocious or anything. It but fits it's, for what it what the rest of that album is and the nostalgia factor, especially with the video for absolutely. When I mean, you've got it fits perfectly. You've got Artemis and Parzival, which yes. is literally a Ready Player One thing. Which I'm like, was this on the soundtrack? Did you guys plan it to mm. coincide with the movie? Did you just write it because you're fans of the book? Like I didn't even know. But there's also a cool video for that one. Um, what? Oh, Honor Among Thieves, I really, really like. Yeah, that's like. a good one. And uh, the Drone Racing League is just some great, like, driving synth. Like, kind yeah. of what you, what you want from mm-hmm. this sort of album. So we could throw any of those on here, but, like, let's just... You want to play Dark All Day? Again? Yeah, dude. Let's Might just play well. Dark it's All Day. title track. All right. Listen to this for a bit.
number one in both of our hearts. We both love this album. Yeah. Totally. But yeah, it's my number six. I mean, can we- It's my number six. It's my my sixth favorite. Like if we're collectively doing like an Arc of E thing, how many other people are- do you, Are we the only two that like dig this? It, yeah. I mean, I haven't gotten word from uh, Mayfield, but speaking of which- Maybe we should check his list, because I don't know. Maybe it's not good there. Okay, so while I am getting that ready, why don't you uh, shout some... Well, no, let's do his list before we do any honorable mentions. Well, no, it's not respect, honorable just mentions. Just so we don't... Well, no, while you're getting his list up, I can tell you that I did... I wanted to put the Missing Man EP on here, but it is an EP, so I, I wasn't going to. And then, of course, I said, This Is America, like my favorite single that doesn't have an album. If he had put out an album with all the other stuff he had going on this year... I would have def that would have definitely been there. All righty, here we go. Don't just tell me you're reading it from ten to one. You don't I, have to put the number in front of it. Okay, okay. So we're starting from ten. Just go with it. It just sounds so weird to just list off a bunch of things. All right, I'll All right. do it very smoothly. All right, I think I've gotten pretty decent at this. Well, let's see. Okay, <laughs> let's test your metal right now. Okay, this is Mr. Sunshine Mayfield's top 10 favorite albums of 2018 at the 10 slot he has going gray by the front bottoms at the nine sun machine by rubble bucket an album that i really liked and i'm kind of regretting that i forgot to put it on <laughs> god damn it yeah no sun machine was really good okay at his number eight was census fail with is there is light it will find if there is light it will find you oh. his phone auto corrected oh, unfortunately okay. but i figured it out at number seven he had janelle monet's dirty computer made a lot of your end list honestly have not listened to it so i have i can't have an i idea. like her in covers or like feature spots okay duly noted <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the number six slot okay some crossover uh he had kod from okay. Mr. J. Cole. That was at my seven. Uh, number five, Screaming Females, All at Once. This is an album he turned me on to. This definitely made my top 15, I believe. We'll, we'll check the list. Wait, in a wait. Minute. Is it the band? The name? album is Screaming, or excuse me, the album is All at Once by the band Screaming Females. Oh, okay. Yes. Because you said Screaming Females All at Once, yeah, and that sounded terrible. on you. I'm sorry. Okay. It just sounded like a bad day if you're at work. Number and- four is Everything is Love by the Carters. Okay. I like that video. I enjoyed the few singles I heard. Did not listen to it start to finish. Got Just got to throw that out there. Oh, wait. Is that the... Beyonce and Jay-Z. You said the Carters, and I instantly thought, like, the Carter 5 you were talking about the other day. No. That's the Carter. Are they... Not are, the Carters. So is Lil Wayne related to Jay-Z somehow? If they have no, the last name, same no. last name, or what? Not, not that I'm aware of. I'm All sure right. he wishes he was, but no. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to be? Yeah. <laughs> At number three, Chia. Oh, the yeah. album Care For Me by Saba, an album I have not gotten to. He raved to me about it. I'm sorry. Sorry, Mayfield. I haven't gotten to it yet. By who? By Saba. The White Ranger's Dagger from Power Rangers? Goddamn right. He put out an album? <laughs> he sure No, that's the dragons. The, the, yeah, you messed the, it up, man. That's, yeah, I, no, I, Saba I, was the White Ranger. So but he talked. And we I'm not, had that thing. We had that toy. Yeah, we had the bootleg Japanese version. You were totally, version. dude, he's going to be so pissed. He's like, dude, I put a lot of thought into my top ten, and your fucking brother just chip 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 chip
yeah, we really, we really took it off the rails, didn't we? Okay, number two, synergy. Uh, no bouquet by all get out. You could have put it on yours, and it would have been the uh, collective sites number one, even though that might be <laughs> controversial or a compromised opinion or some shit like that. Okay, and number one. It's untitled, dude. Just oh, fucking get oh, the okay. joke. I get okay? it. All there right, is fine. no title. It's even in parentheses, so I can't. There's no word there. You know. If you'd have just started humming, I should have been like, uh, "By me without you." You could have just like started humming the untitled. But you don't talk about that, man. So it's fine. I get it. We Great list collectively. Mayfa. I thought we made a. You know, we made a pact. We, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Wait till I get Tim Niles on the phone. He's got huge opinions about that whole issue oh really we should talk about it sometime we should not this episode no definitely not let's take out this year on a good mm -hmm. note yeah because note. my god has that been the note of 2018 uh yeah no i'm excited for i'm excited for 2019 i'm hoping that a lot of people that i want to make music will make music but again let's, they don't uh, owe me anything okay. they don't have to i i do want to do honorable mentions and stuff okay but while before we I have a question for you about okay. 2019. But before we do that, real okay. quick, I'm just going to read you off basically the rest of my list. My number 11 would have been, or is, Heaven and Earth by Kamazi Washington. Did you listen to this at all? No. It's like a two and a half hour ja modern jazz epic, dude. Hmm. It's, it's crazy. I actually, it's occurring to me, I should get this for Dad. For Christmas. He can't hear me if I whisper. I don't know if he's listening to this. I hopefully you're hearing this before Christmas, but I don't know. It might be closer to New Year's. My number twelve, all at once by Screaming Females, made my list. Little Dark Age by MGMT. I had this at my thirteen slot. I know you like them a bit. This is the strongest outing since Oracular Spectacular, dude. You need to give this one a shot. I'm I, not saying it's Oracular Spectacular. I'm just saying it. It's the strongest sense. So I will say this. I did go back and look at stuff that was released. And everything that was on my list was not on anything, like even Wikipedia's list of stuff that came out. Only like three of those albums were listed on there. Uh, regardless, um, pretty much, I definitely like wanted to get there because I was like, maybe this album from MGMT will be what I've been looking for since the first one. I, I think and it, if you're telling me it is, I'll definitely check it out. I think it could be that for you. So I, I encourage you to. Um, my number 14, Death of a Party Girl. By TV Girl. Have I ever talked to you about TV Girl? Hmm. Be right up your alley. We'll talk. We'll talk about it off mic. I'll, I'll play you some stuff. Okay. But that was a, a a big summer album for me. All of their albums are very summery. I don't think it's as good as maybe French Exit, which I think was two albums ago. But still, as far as this year's concerned, it's, it was one of my favorites. Number fifteen is actually number seven, or just seven by Beach House. Is their seventh full length? It's called Seven. There you go. Uh, number sixteen, another Dawood Natarath shout out. Uh, Be the Cowboy by Mitski. This made a lot of year end top ten list. I would have had zero awareness of it uh, hmm. if it were not for Mister Dawood Natarath telling me about it like midway through the year. He's like, "Yeah, this is one of my favorites. You should check it out." Very very strong album. I actually think uh, if I end up going with this retroactively, it'll make sense. I think you're going to hear a little bit of Mitski in the opener of this episode because the opening song uh geyser is like a perfect intro to this episode actually okay uh and at my oh god damn it my notes went off. there we go uh my number 17 uh 
actually from Why. Did you know Why put out an album this year? No, what is it? Live at Third Man Records. Oh. It's fantastic. It's a nice little medley of, uh, I, I think everything's touched on. I think every album gets a little bit of love. Hmm. Uh, definitely check it out. I, mean, I don't have the set list in front of me, but and my number 18 was M3 by DJ Jazzy Jeff. What? You would dig this as well. Very, like, solid, old-school hip-hop album. Fantastic beats. Like, he's doing his thing. Um, and there's some pretty awesome features on there, man. You should definitely check it out. No, I definitely will. It's, uh, I guess, the third and final part in a series he's done over the last several years. Uh, but, yeah, he's, like, super accomplished producer and solo guy, but just nobody really talks about it, apparently. I kind of discovered that this year, and I was like, holy shit, I didn't realize he had this much output but uh really strong so yeah m3 dj jazzy jeff it is a sad it's kind of sad that there is a generation of kids who are going to grow up only knowing him as being the guy that gets thrown out of the mansion and the fresh prince like he he was like a a, yeah right (laughs) you know but i mean you know it's nice that you know the last time that uncle phil tossed him out the house he tossed him right into getting back into his illustrious music career because we all know they were a thing before that show and obviously he's a thing after that show yeah but, but thank God we got Big Willie style. Of course. Yeah. Every year. Big Willie style's all in it. It's a Big Willie style. <laughs> yeah. As is tradition here at the <laughs> uh, we end every year by saying thank you to uh, Mr. Will Smith. Na, 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 na. Sorry. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Getting jiggy with it. We should sing that as like a English uh, sea shanty to end, to end this podcast. We did it perfectly. That, that we'll, we'll just leave it at that. There. Okay, this um, is just for Nate to like I, exa- enjoy. Oh, this is staying in. No, Nate, definitely. Listen to me. This stays in. Okay, as does this next part. I just I want to hear the closer off of No Bouquet. I want to hear Wake right now. You play me whatever section of it you want to, bud. I'm counting on you. I'm not even going to put this in on the music edit. You're doing it. I want to hear Wake. It is my favorite closer of the entire year. Um, My favorite closer in the entire All Get Out discography. And it, the song fucking rips, man. And that's what I want to play. This is how I want to ride out. To die, but only if it gets you to my way. Amazing that you knew me. I was born to It's been a good year for music, brother. It certainly has. So for this year on the music arc, uh, I have been Noah. And I've been Gavin. And we've been the Blanchard Brothers. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. (laughs) 